Hey everyone, why don't you come on down? It's Point Break Minute, don't be a clown. We point out the moments and break down the minutes, so climb on board to the Point Break! These are the Point Breaks. Break it in, break it in, break it in. I don't know the rest of the song. This wasn't a good plan. Point Break Minute now. My name is Merman, and I'm here to say I like Point Break in a major way. And I'm Jessa. Hi, Jessa. How's it going? Good. How about you? Good. This is Point Break Minute. We're getting right down to business here. Mm-hmm. Point Break Minute, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of Point Break one minute at a time. We're not doing any other movie. We're just doing Point Break. Mm-hmm. Just 1991's Point Break, mm-hmm. starring Keanu Reeves and... Patrick Swayze. I have an addendum to make uh, before we get into the uh, today's proceedings. Um, I referred to Patrick Swayze's mother as Patty Swayze. It is, in fact, Patsy Swayze. So, big difference there. Uh, apparently, her uh, that isn't her given name. Mm-hmm. She's not Patricia. Mm. But she goes by Patsy. Oh. Apparently, she passed away in, uh, I think, 2013. So, she outlived her, her child. She's always sad. Yeah. But... She had a good career as a choreographer in Houston, Texas. Woo. Anyway, that's Patsy Swayze. Uh, we're moving on. Always forward. Mm-hmm. Never back. Mm-hmm. Minute 77. What color is 77? Blue. Just blue and blue? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, just blue. Yeah. So minute 77. Um, minute 77 continues with Roach Gromit. Nathaniel and Bodie infiltrating Keanu's home, his little studio apartment, it looks like. And um, the outside is so foggy, it looks like a forest fire. Um, <laughs> it looks like he lives in a basement apartment, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Buy that. It looks very dingy. And I realize mm-hmm. like, we've never seen it. It's always dark. Yeah. He lives basically like in, in Shelob's cave from Lord of the Rings. It's just like a spider, like a, an evil spider would mm-hmm. live. Mm. And he has the black sheets on yeah. top of that. Which now I'm not so sure they are black. They might be navy blue, but it's so dark that you they just look black. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. And uh, he has all he has no lights on. No, he has just and he has all his blinds closed. Well, they they were sleeping. He was sleeping like a moment before. I guess we've only really seen him in his apartment when he's in bed. Yeah, so I guess it makes sense. Yeah, there isn't like the famous Keanu microwaving a burrito montage. <laughs> I'm sure he does that. Yeah, I feel like that would be what he would eat. Yeah, like and uh, yeah, burritos. man, that microwave technology back then can't have been great. Yeah, it took like three minutes. Yeah. Oh, a whole three minutes. Heaven, heaven forbid. <laughs> I'm impatient. I gotta have it now. Yeah. Thirty seconds max. Yeah, that's the kind of burritos you like. I don't prepare any burritos. food that takes more than thirty seconds. Yeah. Um, Roach and Gromit are kind of scoping out the place while Bodhi enters and ushers Keanu to get ready. Uh, Keanu continues saying, "I don't think I want to surf right now." And Bodhi says, surf? No, this is really different, Johnny. You are going to love it. So we got to get your stuff and get out of here. The new thing. All the cats are digging it. Yeah. And there's a really, really nice moment. Um, where, uh, it's my favorite moment in this minute. Where Bodhi comes in and it's just him walking towards the camera. 
and it captures his eyes and his expression really nicely. He has this gleam in his eyes, just this wonderful mixture of, like, eager puppy and menacing killer. Yes, he seems like he has a childlike excitement in this minute, which is really nice. Yeah. kind of, it's like, and it, it would almost be creepy, but because it's Patrick Swayze, it's just kind of charming. It's I like, still love him. It's like he's, and you get the feeling that he's genuinely excited. Yeah. Like, he really is looking forward to uh, doing whatever they're going to do to it. Yeah. But just, like, having a play date with, uh, with Utah. Yeah. Even though he's planning to, like, kill him or do, you know, do something. Do something bad. Deal with him in some yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, but you still love him. He's still, he's still just like, oh, he's he's just excited to do this. He's 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 has a zest for life. Yeah. Also, during that shot, I know exactly what you're talking about. I, what I noticed was his bouncing hair. Oh. His hair had a very nice bounce to it with his stride. So uh, as they walk into Utah's bedroom, you get even more of a a glimpse into the life of Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just noticed some things. In his bedroom that, you know, are normal things mm-hmm. a man would have, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, workout equipment. He has a weight set with, like, a pull-down machine. Like, kind of looks like a Bowflex. Well, the Bowflex is always, like, they're those bars that, like, are those flexi bars, right? That know. you, like, you can set under different, like, resistances, right? Isn't that... Because it's just, like, a pull-down bar. Um, and uh, and then, like, a weight set with a, the bench. Uh, he has a little rabbit ear TV, which you see in the, the foreground. He has a little tiny boombox yeah. on a little shelf in the corner. It's really cute. And he has a skinny mirror. Yeah, it's a really skinny mirror. It's a really skinny, like, stand mirror. Like a, like a stand-up mirror. It's not yeah. against the wall. It's like, has a stand. It looks like something, like, somebody's grandma would have. That's the one thing I I can't imagine buying for no, myself. No, I don't think he bought it. I think, like, a lot of early 20-somethings, it was like his parents were getting rid of it, and they were like, oh, our son probably needs something in his apartment. That's a very good point. Yeah, that he's maybe had for, like, since he left for college, you know? Do you think he took parents. that, uh, he brought that over from Ohio? Yeah, and his parents were just like, I need to get rid of my shit. Well, I guess I can just dump it on my child, because um, <laughs> yeah. they need things to fill their apartment. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it's a kind thing. It is to a do. kind thing. I mean, it may sound really mean, but like, but I remember like I would go over to my Thanks, parents. Parents, you give me all this crap. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I meant like I don't acknowledge my privilege. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that. I meant just like I would go over to my parents' house, and they would be like, "We're we're getting rid of like." We're going through our cupboards, and we just found these old cans of beans. <laughs> yeah. Do you want them? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm familiar with that scenario. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it's lovely, because, like, yeah, I do want those beans, because <laughs> I need beans. <laughs> you, we all need beans, Jessa. <laughs> yeah. Or, like... There's one thing I know. My we first, all need beans. My first ever solo apartment was all furniture from my mom's friends that they would have just given to Goodwill, but... It, awesome. I know. And I still love it. I still use it today. It's like the best pieces of furniture I have. So. So, yeah, he has a mirror. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Moral of the story. And that's, yeah, I imagine. Although it looks like it's set up. I don't know. Do, do you think he uses it? Do you think he uses yes. the mirror to, like, look at his uh, his profile? Yes. Okay. It's right by his workout stuff. I'm sure he uses it for, to check his form. Yes. That's but. a good point. Um, and it's some really interesting camera work as they, as they move from... It's a familiar tracking shot. Yeah. It follows them in. But once they hit the bedroom area where all of Keanu's workout stuff and clothes are, it only films them really from the waist down, which adds to this frantic what the fuck is going on feeling. Yeah, very um, good point. It, it does... 
Yeah, and, you, and that's how you get to see a little more of the, the area and sort of mm-hmm. it shows. And then it cuts to, or not cuts to, but like it shows Keanu's hand. Mm-hmm. And he apparently still has his gun on his bed. Yeah. Although I thought she dropped it on the floor. He might have put it back on the bed. But he didn't put it like away with his like other gear. It's still just on the bed. Well, I'm sure he was so frantic about getting Tyler back that he wasn't caring about that at the moment. Yeah. And I definitely buy that he he left it. He's and see, especially seeing his place. The theme is I feel like he you know we're seeing that Utah doesn't quite have things together. He's a yeah. uh, you know definitely living the the bachelor pad, young you know twenty something lifestyle. Yeah. Probably eats out of cans, although he eats well. You know, he, he has his... Uh, we don't know that. He takes his skin off chicken. Apparently. He says that. Well, he ate tuna fish sandwich earlier. Yeah, with uh, on whole wheat. When Where he could have had... He could have had the meatball sub. He could have had that meatball sub and destroyed which is the rest of his so, day. Which is really tempting. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine, like, if he'd had the meatball sub and, like, chasing after Bodie later, he would have just, like, like vomited it up oh. on the... <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> Stitch. Oh. I got a stitch. Oh. <laughs> Although I guess they didn't really get a chance to eat their sandwiches at all. No, they didn't. Busey just took like one bite of it and then they yeah, had to go. Yeah, sandwich. That's still, tra- that's still like the main tragic, yeah. the most tragic moment of this movie. It is. It probably just got like dumped on the floor as yeah. he had to like chase them. They spent like seven bucks on three sandwiches. It's just, no. It's I know. And the bad. lemonades. What happened to the lemonades? Jesus Christ. Jeebus Crow. Yeah. Also, as they're walking to the room, Keanu does this little, like, skip hop because he's um, limping. So he's, he's just, still limping. He's just kind of, like, bouncing into the room behind mm-hmm. Swayze or in front of Swayze. Swayze's just kind of pushing him around at this moment. Yeah. I like the other way. I, I like the tone of this also. It reminded me of, like, the scene where, like, the best friend comes over and is like, okay, we got to get you back out here and start dating again. Yeah. It's like, yeah, put but on. Menacing. Here, here, put on these pants. This shirt. This is a good combo for you. You know yeah. that. It's kind of like the, the gay best friend almost, so it's kind yeah. of, but it doesn't have to be that. But no. just like the you know the, the friend coming over and being like, okay, you're, you've been sulking too long after the breakup. Yeah, we got to get you out there. We're but get, very get menacing. dressed, put on your socks. Yeah, menacing though. Yeah, like Bodhi literally is like, okay, uh, uh socks, uh, shirt, boots. Here we go. Put the stuff on and get in the truck. We got to go. Life is short. You're gonna love this. You're <laughs> gonna love it. <laughs> Um, and no, he's, watch wearing, levels. he's wearing his trench coat that is so dirty and gross. And it makes me go, oh, that's right. He kind of lives like a squatter's life, even though he robs from banks. He's not wearing Gucci. He's wearing like a coat he found like at a dumpster. Yeah, it, it doesn't look great. It, but it, yeah, it's it's also weird. Like even if it was clean, it's kind of an odd coat for him to wear. It is an odd coat. It doesn't fit his personality. Well, <laughs> it looks it like a Dick Tracy Cal- kind of like. It doesn't fit California. It's like this weird. It looks like like a wool trench coat. And it's still the summertime. Apparently, it is. So like, why? I don't know why you're wearing. I don't. This. Know, is there fog in summer? It looks so foggy. I don't think it happens much. It's not San Francisco. It's Los Angeles. I don't know. I don't know enough about Los Angeles weather stuff. So then it cuts to a plane engine. I don't know if they're engines, propellers, whatever they are. That's a prop Pro- plane. So are they propeller? Or- yeah. Okay. So the propellers are spinning and it's sunrise and it's beautiful lighting. And Yeah, they really caught that golden hour. Yeah, it's and gorgeous. And the sky looks pink and like Orange just I want to I want to eat it. Yeah, I just want to scoop of that sherbet. Sherbet. Um and then it shows, I think it's Nathaniel and Roach or Nathaniel and Gromit. 
It's I believe it's, we see Roach in this uh, this shot. Okay, so it's it's Roach and Nathaniel in the back of the pickup truck, and they're leaning with their backs against the cab as the pickup truck is pulling out in front of the prop plane. And it's just an, it's a really nice shot. The lighting is really good. They look like they're going into war, but calm, um, which is essentially what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they're doing what they do best. Yeah. Then they start unloading out of the truck to presumably get on the plane. Bodie is handing off a uh, backpack parachute thing mm-hmm. to Keanu and says, "See what's going on here. Take this too." Like, let's get, let's unload. My question is, who's, who's driving the plane? Yeah, that is a good question. Rosie? Is Rosie <laughs> a pilot? Uh, <laughs> you can imagine him, like, getting his pilot's hours. I mean, I have to go to a, for, a further minute, uh, but it's, it's not Rosie. Okay. We know it's not Rosie, but I don't know if we ever find out who it is. Cause, like, yeah, who? And just like a pilot they hired, I guess, you know, just like, here, take the money, do this. And like, okay, I don't care who you are. I'll just, I fly the plane. Weird. I mean, yeah, I guess for like they're they're skydiving as we know now with the parachutes. And yeah, it's pretty clear. You know, he, he doesn't have to know what he just takes them up and they jump out and then you know never see him again. That's weird. Whose parachutes are they then? I mean, I assume they're their parachutes. They just own unless they pe- stole pe- them. People just own parachutes? From a sporting goods store. I don't know. I mean, someone has to, right? It means you can buy anything. You can buy anything we'll look into this and get back yeah. to that uh, i did mention uh, i forgot to mention something about the room mm-hmm. uh is that keanu is reaching for his gun on the bed there's a very oh. silly like kind of it sounds like uh like if someone's phasing in on star trek sound where it's like it's just a <laughs> it's just a little uh, sound effect to draw attention to the fact that he reaches for his gun but he just he just can't quite reach it well he's trying to reach while bodie's yeah he like, can't look like he's trying to reach he's trying to very, uh, you know, sneakily reach the gun and without he, giving away that he's doing it. He so just doesn't do it in time. He doesn't get it in time. And there's a little sound effect that's very silly that just kind of just draws attention to it. Yeah. Little sparkles. Wow. 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 So, yeah. Anything else you want to say about this minute? No, I think that's about it for me. Good minute. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Great minute. Lots happening. It's got Bodhi in it. So, you know, it's got to be good. Uh huh. All right. I'll start with recommendations. I'm going to recommend the movie Room, not The Room, (laughs) just Room. There's a difference. Yes. Uh, This movie came out a few years ago, and it was uh, the movie that sort of shot Brie Larson into the stratosphere, and who's now playing Captain Marvel in the upcoming Captain Marvel, uh, which I'm kind of excited to see. First, uh, the first female-led movie in the Marvel universe, the Marvel uh, cinematic universe. That's DC. So, Uh, but yeah, Room was fantastic. I was. It was one of those movies. I feel like I've recommended a lot. You know, a handful of these movies like this, where I was like, I don't really want to watch this, but I know I'll. I know I'll be glad I did. Uh, But I was kind of like, oh, this is going to be just like a you know punishing slog of a movie about uh a woman and her child being held captive by a horrible monstrous man and it that is that is what it's about but uh i figured out the best way to say this it that is not the a story that is the b story the a story is about a child discovering what the world is like dog tooth 
Yeah, kind of like, I mean, I haven't seen Dogtooth, but kind of like that. It's basically, uh, to not give away too much, it's about, you know, Brie Larson and her son, Jacob Tremblay, uh, are um, being held captive. And her son is, like, she had the son with her captor. So it's like a child of of rape, which is really awful. But, you know, she loves him. She's her child. You know, she doesn't care. He's hers and she doesn't, she makes it very clear at a certain point, like, you know, he's not... He doesn't have a father. His father is not a not a person. Mm-hmm. He's just mine. Uh, and uh, I found that very powerful. But the the story is told from the child's perspective. There's a voiceover of of her child. Um, my mother always told me. My mother, no, there's it's not. It's actually very good voiceover good. because it's told. It's not in. It's not narration. That's written to explain a movie in a shortcut kind of way it's it's uh to just show his perspective and his perspective is he doesn't really understand what's happening all he knows is that the room is the whole world and then he gradually um she teaches him and then other things happen and he learns that there's more there's more to this world than just room that's why it's called room because Mm -hmm. he just knows room Mm -hmm. and it's uh it's uplifting in a way and he you know, he he has sort of like you see his spirit become greater and bigger as he's learning and in, in this rapid sort of way that learning about the world as uh you know, kind of all at once. And uh I always thought it was fantastic. It is a little hard to watch, but it wasn't nearly as punishing as I thought it would be. It was uh Is it rapey? There uh, there is a scene, uh there is a rape scene in it. Mm-hmm. Um but it it wasn't uh it wasn't beat you over the head with it mm. because they're this clever way where that is not told as the a story that's happening more in the background mm-hmm. whereas this you're seeing it from the perspective of this child who's not in the same room as that's yeah. happening um and he just doesn't really understand what's going on and he's just kind of like you don't see too much you just know what's happening it's not easy to watch but it wasn't as like brutal as i thought it would be so i recommend room i, I think you should check it out there's a there's a a mesmerizing section actually. I just want to talk a little more about it. Where um, this is a spoiler alert, a little bit. So turn your thing so off. So if you really five, really invested in seeing four, Room with no spoilers, three, two, one. There's a mesmerizing scene where uh, her child she she uh, fakes his death uh, to get him so that the the captor will like take his body out and like hide it somewhere. So he puts the body in his truck and he's like wrapped up in a carpet. And, uh, he's not really dead, but they, they managed to fool him. And it's, it's done in a way that's pretty believable that he would like not check. Uh, and he's driving in the truck. And then like, this is the first moment where, uh, the child, uh, is like discovering that there's this whole new world that he only kind of understood sort of the concept of before. And it's played, it's this wonderful mixture of like the tension of, Oh my God, he has to get away he has to get away like this it's building but the movie isn't playing it that way the, the tension is inherently there from the situation the movie is playing it as this child doesn't really know what's happening fully he's overwhelmed by seeing the sky for the first time and seeing you know other houses and people that he didn't know existed and there's this like really wonderful light musical score going over it that's just like and i just love moments like that in movies where it's like it's a tense scene but they're playing it in a way that is they're telling a different story with that. So there's kind of like two narratives going on simultaneously. And it was beautiful. Mm. Really good filmmaking in that particular section. Mm. Sounds good. Yeah. 
You think I'd like it? It might be too hard for you to watch it. Um, it's it's kind of it is fairly brutal, um, but you might like it. Are there any animals die? No. And actually, one of the uh, we're still in spoiler territory. Uh, one of the plots is uh, that the kid really wants you know to meet a dog, mm-hmm. and then when they they finally do, they mm-hmm. escape and get back, and she goes back to live with her, live with her parents and brings him and uh, their neighbor. Is this really nice man, and he has a dog, mm. and then the kid gets to play with the dog. Mm. Yeah, might be too much, but the dog is fine. <clears throat> okay. Um. Yeah, that sounds good. Thanks. So, uh, my recommendation—I'm pretty sure I've already recommended it before. I think you have, but it would have been a while ago in one of our bad episodes. Our bad one, and the naughty after dark one. No, that was the that was the last episode we did. <laughs> oh, was it? Where we were naked? Remember when we were naked recording? Oh, which yeah. Didn't, totally didn't happen. Um, but I'm gonna recommend it again because it's a really good movie, and yeah. people should see it. We've had multiple recommendations on this podcast before. When uh, Eric Deutsch was on, I felt he kept yeah, recommending sorry. things that we'd already, and we were just like, eh, sorry, we've sorry. already recommended that. Yeah, we were so snotty to him. Mm, we were sorry, Eric. <laughs> I felt like we were really snotty. Um, so we are, I'm going to recommend a movie that I'm pretty sure I've already recommended before, but I'm going to recommend again called Joint Security Area, also known as JSA, uh, which is a Park Chan-wook film. Uh, gotta love that Park Chan-wook. It stars um, Kang Ho-sung, which is uh, one of my favorite, uh, is my favorite Korean actor, as well as Byung Hun uh, Lee, who is known from I Saw the Devil and is everybody's favorite gorgeous guy. Uh, It's basically about a DMZ area and um, two North Korean soldiers have been killed in the DMZ and a third party needs to be brought in to figure out what happened um, because there's a the North Koreans are telling one side of the story and the South Koreans are telling another side of the story. Uh, there's a, a Swiss Korean detective who's brought in, who's a lady. And uh, the, There's a lady in this movie? There's a lady. Wow. Okay, then. We'll see. So one side is claiming that he fired in self-defense after he got wounded, and the other side is claiming that it was a premeditated attack. And um, it is kind of part mystery, part drama. It's beautiful. It's devastating. It's um, just a really good movie. I remember watching it in my film class in – college and we talked a lot about it and a lot about Park Chan Wook and about the DMZ and, and all that. And it's just it's just a very well made film. Um starring some really amazing actors. So go see JSA, Joint Security Area and uh Room. You were you've been talking about JSA since we started dating and yep. I still haven't seen it. Yeah, I know. I'm a bad boyfriend. <laughs> oh, well <laughs> I mean it's it, I, I'm sure there's things that you love that I haven't seen. No, you've seen all of them. Have I? No, I, mean, I don't know. I can't. Oh, no, you love, I'm trying to think of something. You, uh, you really like uh, 
I mean, I really like Fast and Furious. <laughs> you haven't seen any of those. But there's a difference. I feel like you, you're kind of interested in seeing JSA, whereas... I'm yeah, like, I definitely I definitely want to see JSA. I love Park Chan-wook. Yeah, whereas I'm being a snobby snobberson about Fast and Furious. That's okay. Oh, good. Okay. That's it, I guess. Yeah. You know, as, you know we, we sometimes we just run out of things to say. And that's what happens. That, that's that's what just happened just now. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna call it a day for Point Break Minute, and uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, you know, wait, review, subscribe. If you hopefully <laughs> we're a little uh, we're a little sleepy today, but we're uh, we're trying to get this out here, and we, you know, we still love talking about Point Break, no mm-hmm. matter what time it is, no matter no matter how we're feeling. Point Break is it's always Point Break o'clock mm-hmm. over here at uh, Murray and Jess's house. Mm-hmm. So we'll see you next time. Thanks for rating, reviewing, and subscribing. As you know, you're doing, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side in Point Break Minute, bro. Woo!